0: Hi, I'm Haley, and I'm Becky, and this is How to Not Get Killed.
1: Hi. Hi. How are ya? <laughs> Thought I'd bring that one back. I love it. Always love bring it. it back. I love it. It's, you know what? It's a new weekly thing. Yeah? I'm going to do it every week. Yeah, screw it. Just kidding. I'm probably going to forget by like 10 minutes from now.
0: I uh, Do not it every week. If you forget, I'll try it. I'll do it. You do it. <laughs> We're going to rip off Spongebob Hi.
1: every episode. <laughs> also, all of the memes I've been making are like Spongebob based. I don't know like what it is, but they're just like, they're too good.
0: They're so good. Honestly, like, I mean, not to like toot your horn too hard but like the the memes are awesome though i'm I'm really trying for anyone who's yeah listen i have nothing to do with those like those are all becky they're amazing they're so funny I'll, i'll get
1: like bored on the couch and then i'll just be like i'm gonna make a meme and i'll just make one it's funny when
0: like you see memes and then i kind of forget that like someone sat down and made that made them it's like they don't just like the internet doesn't just like spit them out yeah it's you know? not like a
1: what a an ai just like shooting <laughs> out memes for our entertainment
0: oh my god that would be like a pretty advanced ai it's like to have that kind yeah. of sense of humor i love it oh. i'm gonna write this this is gonna be a movie an ai that creates memes yeah i love it tm tm tm
1: tm <laughs> yeah I, did, I realized i didn't tm anything in the last like two episodes yeah. <laughs>
0: TMing yeah, TM. is my thing. Um, TM the, you know, robot that looks like Wally that creates memes.
1: <laughs> yes, TM. <laughs> you heard it here first.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, today, today. Oh, wait, no, before <laughs> before we get into it. Um if you are <laughs> if you are listening today on the day that this episode is being released, possibly if you're listening in the morning, then we are having a bonus episode tonight with our patrons yeah. um so check sign the, up yeah, join check that time, make yeah. sure
1: it's not already happened
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've probably updated on instagram yeah. between we've this recording already
1: harassed you about this
0: and when this is dropping but yeah yeah, yeah. so and then we'll be having one next week as well yes. on november 24th yes super excited very excited they're always fun they're yeah they're always super fun actually very good time yeah great yeah so yeah, that's I think that's all of our housekeeping. Really, was that that was it? I can't think of anything else. No,
1: no. All right, perfect. I mean, unless you guys want to come do my dishes for housekeeping, that's, <laughs> I'll I'll take it. Kitchen wench. Kitchen wench. <laughs> Ch- Chambermaid. <laughs> all right. Dishes wench. <laughs> I've also been called the coffee wench, but I mean, lately Drew's been the coffee wench. Oh, I'm on strike. He's making the coffees now. Oh, well, there
0: you go. You all you had to do was go on strike. Job. Yeah why didn't you do that before
1: see because i went on strike once with the dishes and it backfired
0: <laughs> and, then you just, and then no yeah. one ever did the
1: dishes no we just had like flies going around everywhere was like all right i gotta end my strike oh, we got bugs. bugs sounds like the amityville horror house yes. <laughs> yes yeah yes my daily life <laughs> oh god
0: all right well i mean strap in guys becky as well yeah
1: i'm strapped in i'm wearing a seatbelt right now
0: this is a rough one i will be honest it's pretty rough
1: i know nothing about this case Mm -hmm. so i feel like i'm going into it with like a pretty jolly disposition and (laughs) it's it's gonna be immediately ruined the opposite of jolly
0: (gasps) Mm yeah yeah you said it was
1: similar to gertrude and gertrude made me sick to my stomach
0: it's just yeah it's just one of those ones where like the story itself isn't like similar it's just like the yeah the level of like atrocity H- how disturbing it is yeah okay is right. a, a little bit close like i mean i feel like gertrude is still like one of those ones where you're like what, what the f-? like how do you yeah yeah but um okay well today i mean obviously if you're listening you probably know but we're doing i'm doing fred and rosemary west which um they are sort of like one of the more notorious like couple killers um especially in england where this took place like when this when they were arrested and all of this i thought stuff you were gonna out. say when
1: this took place like for a second time and i was gonna be like, yeah well when though no.
0: <laughs> when the yeah when they were arrested <laughs> and all of this happened they were arrested in the 90s but okay. they this case spans from like the 60s oh into like the 80s holy shit yeah so this it's a big one it's a big one and again especially in england where it, it took place everybody freaking knew about this case oh my everybody God. um so yeah let's just dive right in um frederick walter stephen west okay what a mouthful yeah God. aka just like giant piece of shit yeah I'll just like call him the poop big head turd um <laughs> uh poop with legs <laughs> Yeah, yes yeah. yeah um he was born on september 29th 1941 okay in the small town of much markle in herf hair here Hereford, sure oh oh gosh i'm gonna screw this up so bad oh no uh, some of some of the
1: names no they're not really that bad anyways it doesn't matter it's nothing called, nothing's gonna get worse than publo the <laughs> i don't know man. Can get worse than some that.
0: of those icelandic ones we still don't know how bad i fucked those up no but at least no the, one knows at least those Unless ones you're... like
1: uh, you get a pass huh. with those ones maybe but publo <laughs> i i get hate mail no you don't i've received death threats <laughs> <laughs> i haven't uh, yeah. can you imagine if i just like was receiving like literal death threats in the like, mail about pronouncing you? pueblo pueblo <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay uh, fight them i will <laughs> kick their butts so uh, so the town is called much markle hm. um Interest, yeah. I don't know. I found that name interesting. I find anyways. it interesting. It's two as words well. much Markle, much Markle, not not little Markle, eh, much much. So he was the second of six children. Um, his uh dad was Walter Stephen West, and his mother was Daisy Hannah West. Um, by Fred's personal account, um, and these have not been corroborated by his siblings. Okay. Um, he suffered sexual abuse of various kinds. Um, he claimed his father had sexual relationships with his siblings um okay. and taught him bestial, bestiality um okay yep um it's been suspected that Fred's mother started sexually abusing him when he was 12 um but again this hasn't been confirmed and again none of Fred's siblings yeah. have any claims of abuse or sexual abuse or anything really
1: which like Yes, of course. There's always the possibility of like a secret like that taking place when there is siblings like that's definitely a possibility. But I feel like the siblings might have been able to be like, you know, I never really saw it or heard it myself, but like I had a feeling or something like to some degree, like if it was happening, like you would think to some degree, those siblings might be like, it's a possibility but instead if they're just like outright being like no
0: exactly that's the thing there's so many of them too that it's like the fact that it was just only happening to one and he claims that it was all of them but they were all like no we don't know what he's talking about yeah so again that's that's why i I think it's something that he had embellished later on to Mm. kind of like not justify but like make Make his life sound yeah make him sound like a victim but um which is like a normal thing for yes oh very much so um but regardless like fred and his mother were very very close um he was known to be like her favorite i guess and his parents also had very like different parenting styles she was very strict and like very overbearing Hmm. his dad was kind of more lax and like kind of like your mom said you can't do this but like ah you can do it kind of thing yeah and um the
1: more like laissez-faire one
0: yeah and uh so I think that kind of, he had a good relationship with his dad as well, but he was definitely like his mom's favorite apparently. Um, when Fred was like punished at school or something for doing poorly, cause he, he didn't really, um, he didn't do very well in school. Mm-hmm. Um, his mother would like go down to the school and like yell at the teachers in person and stuff. So he would get like bullied for being like a mama's boy. Cause his mom was always wow. like coming to his rescue Those and fucking everything. Mama's boys. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he grew up pretty like isolated from his peers and stuff like that. um, And he, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't doing well in school, but he did have an aptitude for like art and woodworking. Okay. Which the woodworking comes into play later. Okay. Um, Fred left school at the age of 15. um, And he, even though he couldn't really read or write very well, he was pretty much illiterate. Um, He got a job as a a farmhand. And then when he was 16, um, he started to like talk to more girls and things like that Mm -hmm. started to become a little bit more social and everything. Um, In 1958 at the age of 17, he was in a motorcycle accident that put him in a coma for a week. Hmm. Um, And he like severely injured his head. Like he had, he had brain damage and it led him to having like a metal plate put in to oh. his head. He like broke one of his legs. It was a really bad accident.
1: Uh, so he's going on my spreadsheet.
0: Mm-hmm, head, exactly. injury. head injury. Exactly. Head injury. Yeah. After this head injury his family claims that um, they witnessed like Various personality changes from it, like he had a really bad temper. That'll happen with serious head trauma. Yeah, like because it was the frontal lobe. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So (laughs) he he started to have really bad temper. He had violent outbursts. He became impulsive, overly emotional, and he started getting into petty crime and like shoplifting and things like that. So his judgment
1: and reasoning
0: has been super. Yeah, almost eliminated. You can almost like directly relate some of this. I don't think all of it, but some of it for sure to this head injury. Um, so two years after the accident, when he was 19, Fred hurt his head again because he was at a party and he, they were standing out, um, on a fire escape, I guess. And he stuck his hand up a girl's skirt and she pushed him down the fire escape. Okay. And I was like, good for you. Girl, good for I, you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like I do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Like, like you're wearing a skirt and some guy just like puts his hand yeah, up your skirt. That's I mean, a no, no. I'm gonna push you down the stairs. Yeah. You deserve head trauma. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Again. So he had multiple trauma, you know, incidents, whatever, yeah. to the head. So huh. I'm sure well, that didn't. He's got just potato soup
1: for brains now. <laughs>
0: Basically,
1: yeah. What is um, potato soup? I'm not sure. We'll find out one day. Sounds delicious.
0: I'm gonna try it. <laughs> well, you know how like I don't know, you get soup at the grocery store and it's like there's like baked potato and bacon or something like yeah, that, or like or whatever potato loaded leaf. potato or something yeah. and i'm like i never get it because i'm always like is that really soup though or is that just like blended french fries
1: is there something wrong with blended There's french nothing fries wrong
0: with it <laughs> but like i'm always uh, you know i'm always like the i don't know like sausage oh, i guess i'll take chicken the, or the
1: healthy soup the chicken noodle
0: i i don't know maybe i should yeah. try the loaded potato is it good
1: i've never had it
0: well why haven't you had it well why haven't you had it because <laughs> I, I thought it sounded like french fries but you seem super into that
1: <laughs> i don't know
0: <laughs> i've okay, had like well, potato and
1: leek you know what uh, next, uh, by the next episode i'll try some freaking okay that's potato our potato soup let's
0: go try some potato soup because we're having not fred west's brain potato no. soup. no uh, well some maybe some campbell's potato soup
1: yeah or i'll make it from scratch i'm a good i'm a good cook
0: Kay. okay okay
1: save me something Haley was like licking her lips she's like (laughs) all right all right
0: right, next time i come over you better have some potato soup it's happening so um shortly after the fire escape incident fred was um charged with molesting and impregnating a 13 year old girl oh my goodness um he didn't serve any jail time get this oh i love when like pedophiles don't serve jail time it's like my favorite thing he was fucking 19 and she got pregnant but he didn't serve any jail time because his doctor
1: wait i thought you said she was 13
0: she was 13 did i not you just, just
1: said 19 there no he's not he was 19. Oh, he's 19 okay
0: sorry i'm so sorry Go no ahead. that's Continue. okay he was 19 she was 13 his doctor claimed that fred suffered from epileptic fits and this got him off which doesn't make any nope. sense to me uh
1: nope last time i checked epilepsy does not make you a rapist no no nope.
0: no okay cool no, I'm, I'm pretty d- sure
1: the next last time i did my research no but i mean please come correct me if i'm wrong yeah i
0: didn't realize like an epileptic fit no caused you to take your clothes off and molest somebody yeah no but anyways yeah okay no, don't think so that's that worked
1: and for you know him, what if it I does guess. i'm not believing it <laughs> i'm in disbelief sorry continue uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> me too i'm gonna call bullshit yeah on that i'm gonna call a hard bullshit
0: um but his family at this time practically like disowned him after this incident because yeah. they were just like that's disgusting and whatever. Well, Fair enough. Sounds about right. Despite his temper and his um like sexually deviant behaviors, Fred actually um he never really had any trouble like getting girls. Like his brother later accounted that Fred always got the prettiest girls um and that he was always like really smooth with girls and everything. And Probably despite he's like
1: a sociopath and he's Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's safe to say now. Yeah. Um, and despite struggling with reading and writing, he was, like, apparently very eloquent, eloquent and, like, a poetic speaker. Like, he was very charming uh-huh. and kind of, like, yeah. probably sounded maybe smarter than he was.
1: That sounds like a
0: psychopath.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because usually they're not, like, necessarily, like, the most well-educated, yet they're, like, extremely smart and sound really smart. Or they can,
0: like, at least or they can at you least... to believe that they're
1: smart, right? Yeah, like, the charm and superficial glib is, like, there. Mm-hmm. And they can convince you that they're, like way smarter than I sound right now because I'm like uh, looking for words. <laughs> well, that was great. All right, thank you. Five out of five. Thanks. Five out of five.
0: <laughs> I'm not drunk. I no, swear I'm not sound drunk. a little
1: drunk though. Five out of five. I'm just tired. That's okay. It's a sleepy day. We just ate some subs. We're chilling. We did. Subway I, makes me sleepy. Gonna, I ate those, those macadamia nut cookies and I'm on cloud nine right
0: now. <laughs> Uh, all right so um after fred's family basically like shunned him Mm -hmm. he started getting some like odd jobs he worked in construction he worked as a like a driver a delivery driver as well so while driving one day he met Catherine costello but everyone called her rena okay um and she was 18 years old and she had kind of led a little bit of a life of like petty thievery and um, she had worked at a strip club and she was currently a sex worker okay um fred picked her up at a bus station and found out that rena was currently pregnant with the child of one of her clients okay but she was also on the run from the cops in scotland where she was from and what a heck um, life. I know. <laughs> and uh there was like an active search going on for her when fred met her so rena was like i have to like keep hiding or i have to keep running or whatever so they don't find me and so the two of them literally two weeks after they met they decided to get married
1: Mm, always yep usually a good decision
0: so like it was kind of like explained it's like so they got married so she changed her name to rena west so that like fred could help her stay in hiding until everything blew over but i'm just sort of like did you have to get married to do that couldn't you just go and change your name maybe things are different there i don't know maybe but anyways that was their story (laughs) um the wedding took place in secret and when fred's family found out they were like pretty upset because they were like why the hell did you do this second like second of all why didn't you tell us and all this stuff and then they met her and they hated her oh so they were just like even thank god we weren't invited (laughs) yeah they like this pushed him even further away from his family because they were just like they didn't get along with her They they thought she was unlikable and also like a like bad news for fred which i wrote ha here because that's hilarious i don't think anyone's going to be a bad influence on fred um he's the bad influence (laughs) so rena and fred decided to move to glasgow scotland okay um and rena and fred kept the child that rena was pregnant with um her name her name was charmaine carol mary west so they named her like last name west Hmm. um and she was born on may 22nd 1963 but um because rena had been impregnated by one of her clients who was from pakistan so charmaine was of mixed race yeah fred couldn't like claim her as his own because no one would believe that so their story to fred's family and anyone else who asked was that rena because she had been physically pregnant like people had seen her pregnant that she lost the baby and miscarried and that charmaine was adopted by them Okay, they were like, "Oh yeah, Rena was pregnant. She lost that baby, though. But we still want to have a baby, so we adopted Charmaine, and that's why she's half Pakistani." I,
1: okay, I I guess that works. Sure,
0: it worked for them. I guess
1: nobody asked any questions. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. We, okay. I mean, I have my reservations about that. Like, because it's like, I, from her standpoint, like, yeah, I understand why. Like, saying she's adopted would benefit but like that's your own daughter i'd be like nah sorry like i want her to still be mine like I don't oh know.
0: rena yeah yeah but i don't think rena cared at this point uh i don't like rena rena doesn't sound like she was a very good mother to okay. be completely honest okay fine i don't think I was, she gave was a crap. around it okay. no 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 i think she cared a lot more about getting married to fred than she did about having this baby uh, okay then that ex- that explains more because i was yeah. like well i wouldn't give up like my title Oh, yeah, no. That's like, what as, I like, mean. As not, your not biological that, like, mother. Yes, I understand Yes, you not
1: that, like, adopting a child doesn't mean it's not your... You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. But, like, when it is your own physical child, I wouldn't opt for not having my title. I would be like, yeah. well, this is my biological. But. And
0: I don't know. Maybe, like, as Charmaine grew up, maybe Rena told her that, like, she was her biological mother. Okay. Who knows? I don't know. It's not really outlined here, but that's what they told other people. Yeah. To explain why yeah. Fred couldn't be... Well, both of them, like, couldn't be parents of right. that child right because they're yeah. just both white but then that so. just
1: like leads a whole life of confusion for charmaine
0: oh no doubt no doubt like and unfortunately whole... charmaine did not have a very good life Ah, uh, so this poor is just, girl. just start. like
1: starting off rough
0: yeah so charmaine's father um actually turned out to be rena's pimp uh-huh. and fred not only um he didn't have a problem with this but he actually decided to start working for this man as rena's driver when she was working at the clubs okay. and like with her clients and everything. Okay, Fred was not a jealous man. Apparently, <laughs> it doesn't sound like <laughs> no. it. no. Um, he drove an ice cream truck during the day, um, and obviously, nighttime does Rena's chauffeur yeah. and everything. But because dr- you know
1: those balance each other out <laughs> for sure.
0: But it also, um, unfortunately, gave like the ice cream truck driving gave Fred access to a lot of young people, which he obviously liked. Yeah. Rena, by the way, was eighteen when they. And he was 19
1: at the time. got
0: together. And I think he was, um, I think by this point, I'm just trying to think. Charmaine was born in 1963. So he would be 22 at that point. Okay. Yeah. So she wasn't like hugely younger than him. Yeah, like not a massive. But um, he did have an affinity for younger women. Yeah. Which will eventually come out. But um, yeah. So he drove an ice cream truck during the day. While they were living in Glasgow. And one day Fred saw a girl crying on her porch steps. He offered her free ice cream to cheer her up. And then um, she got in the truck and they drove around for a bit. Her name was Anne McFall. And she was 16 years old. Her mother was, she told Fred that her mother was an alcoholic. She worked as a sex worker to fund her drug addiction. And she basically neglected Anne and like, didn't really care what happened to her. So Fred felt bad for her apparently and decided to hire her as a nanny, um, to Charmaine. And at this point, Rena had just given birth to their second child, which was Fred's child. Okay. Um, Anne Marie West. Okay. So she was born in 1964. So they took in um, Anne McFaul as a nanny. Right. And How old was Anne McFaul again? 16. 16, okay. Mm -hmm. On November 4th, 1965, when Fred was driving the ice cream truck, um, he actually ran over and killed a four-year-old boy. Um, Yes. It doesn't say much about what actually happened, but it says that the death was ruled an accident and fred was completely cleared of it so again i don't know if like this boy just like ran out in front of it or something i don't know oh my god that's so awful but the community was like like still really upset about it so they decided to move even though he was cleared it's just like i i think it comes with uh, yeah again i don't know what happened i don't know if part of it was his fault and people thought he should have been charged or it completely wasn't his fault but it was just tainted there i don't know they just decided to move um yeah or it's
1: like a lot of the times too like communities and like society as a whole like when someone kills someone whether by accident or not that person gets labeled a certain way no matter what so
0: yeah yeah we probably for sure. just
1: face those repercussions even if everyone knew like oh it was an accident he still killed a child yeah you know where it's like you know he didn't mean it but yes and that's how people usually view people that make mistakes like that yeah
0: exactly so fred well fred decided to leave he took his two children and went back to his hometown of much markle um rena stayed in glasgow okay um and mcfall at this point had completely fallen in love with fred mm-hmm. okay. and she somehow got his address out of rena and followed him to much markle so she went and looked for him okay fred didn't have anyone to take care of like the two kids so when when ann came he was actually like okay i could use your help so if you want a nanny for me again that would be great um but eventually they started a relationship together okay saw that one coming yeah um he later fred would claim that Anne was his first and only true love um poor
1: rena ouch
0: mm-hmm. yeah apparently he said while well, living in glasgow rena like continued her sex work and Fred felt she never paid much attention to him or the children. Okay. Um, so he just basically said that he didn't think she was a very good mother or a very good wife. Who knows sure. at this point? Maybe what, that has I don't legs. know if Fred's opinion know. matters, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, within a couple of years, Anne was pregnant with Fred's child. And in August of 1967, when Anne was six months pregnant, she disappeared. Hmm. Really? Yes
1: disappeared completely Hmm. um like never to be seen or heard of again
0: not alive ah shit Haley. yeah um you just gave me the most suspicious eyes ever well her death was actually the last one to be confirmed as linked to the west so this would so this would be long forgotten for a long time okay all right there's theories about um like basically anne is is kind of recognized as fred's likely his first victim um there's a lot of theories as to maybe what happened there's you know maybe Anne got pregnant and it was harder to rena had i guess come to visit a couple of times but Mm. she didn't quite realize that fred and Anne were together
1: right so when she
0: got pregnant there's a theory that fred just like panicked because he's like well we can't hide this anymore from rena so i'm gonna kill you oh yeah that usually makes sense yeah yeah, that's normally how i I I clean up my messes too yeah 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 um i do the same thing there was others who thought that Anne was urging fred to get a divorce from rena because they weren't officially divorced and that maybe like that pressure like pissed him off and he just killed her um fred might have accidentally uh (laughs) killed her during some unconventional sex Uh uh-huh which fred was known to enjoy and her being pregnant maybe couldn't handle it in a certain way that is a possibility that's that's a possibility as well again we don't know for sure so there's a lot of theories and then there's just another one that like fred killed her in a fit of rage which again is still likely
1: extremely likely
0: um he told people that Anne just kind of moved back to scotland and uh it's noted that Anne represented very much fred's future victimology okay his future victim type um Hmm. very much so young pretty kind of from like a rough life rough family unlikely to be missed or reported missing by friends or family Okay. kind of like the with clifford Olson, where he was like looking for people that maybe wouldn't be reported missing because yeah
1: and if they were it would take a while and yeah you're just there more would be like to, as extreme of a search like. yeah
0: you're just more likely to like get away with it i guess so yeah. um it is noted this isn't really in like a lot of the official things but it's kind of more a retroactive thing that people believe fred after this in january 1968 killed a 15 year old girl named mary bastone um, who had disappeared but she's not really um confirmed to be a victim of him okay it's just the way that she went missing and the time period and the area some people believe that at this point he had taken her and killed her as well Hmm. but that one's unconfirmed but it just that's where it falls in the timeline right um so uh after the death of his mother in February, Fred started committing a lot of petty thefts and he changed jobs a lot. Um he worked as a bakery truck driver and on November 29th, 1968, Fred picked up his future wife and accomplice at a bus stop, Rosemary Letts. Okay. Um that day was her 15th birthday. Okay. And so at this point he's in his like mid 20s, 1968, so he's 27 at this point oh, and late she's 15. 20s okay okay so yeah that's that's yeah that's a bit illegal that's gonna say it that's hot yeah that's illegal for sure that's a bit illegal (laughs) 12 years older than her when she's 15 is too much of an age gap like age (laughs) gaps are totally fine no for sure if you're like 40 and then he's 52 great yeah but like but 15 is not old enough to consent to anything like properly (laughs) yeah. yeah yeah So Rosemary Pauline Letts was born in Devon, England, on November 29th, nineteen fifty three. Um, her household was confirmed to be hugely abusive. Okay. Um, her father, Bill Letts, was a schizophrenic who constantly disciplined her and her four siblings and her mother. Um, when her mother was pregnant with Rosemary, she had received oh she had received electroshock therapy. <gasps> Um, as treatment for severe depression, which obviously today has been completely like, um, like debunked and that like, it's not, it's not a real therapy. It's hugely damaging. And she was pregnant with Rosemary at the time. Yeah. That's not good. So she suffered some trauma in development as well. Um, from her infancy, it was apparent that she was not a typically developing child, um, she would rock violently back and forth as an infant, and as she grew older, this turned into a rhythmic movement of her head, that appears to that appeared to almost be a form of like self hypnosis, like she was almost going into like a trance, hmm. and she'd like move her head back and forth.
1: I wonder if maybe like the electroshock therapy like set off some kind of like odd balance thing with her like equilibrium and her. I wouldn't
0: be surprised. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm. I'm. It it did something. I'm sure. There's hmm. just um. There's not a lot of research on that because yeah. again, it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. But it's like,
1: I know that they do still to some degree do electroshock therapy, but it's on a much smaller scale, much yeah. smaller. And, and also they would never like do it to someone who's pregnant. No. no, no. And it's obviously been fine tuned since it was like mm-hmm. first out and there are benefits from it. It's just like, it has to mm-hmm. be like a case by case thing. And it's not what it was back no. then. It's no. not where they just like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah where oh, you're where like it was just basically torture. After, like a pop tart yeah it's yeah. not yeah, yeah exactly it was torture and now it's mm-hmm. like at least centralized to really small amounts and yeah like where it needs to be not just like cuck them let's do this yeah <laughs> it oh, wants God. barbecue it sounds like
0: they were just ba- like just guessing back then yeah oh well, yes <laughs> <laughs> um she did uh she didn't do very well in school either um and she just, she wasn't seemed as very bright. Um, growing up, Rosemary was sexually abused by her father. Mm. She was the subject of violent beatings by him that would only end when her mother would interject, um, and then her father would turn the beating on her mother. Ugh. He would punish them in various ways, such as, like, making the children dig up the entire garden if and like as punishment, and if they didn't do it right, he would refill it and make them do it again, like, just weird weird types of punishment that's strange so strange also why would you want to screw up your garden like that
1: i know like have <laughs> them clean out like, the basement or something yeah like, i don't know Have them like take re- the garbage your out. roof or something yeah like, some, <laughs> redo the bricks for no reason something productive like, yeah but just like turning over the garden i'd be like no uh, my lavender
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um rosemary as she got older she slowly learned how to manipulate her father though Mm, yeah um and so this allowed her to kind of like always stay on his good side Mm -hmm. and so she eventually became his favorite which meant that she was his like most highly targeted person for his sexual abuse okay as well because like he was seeing that as like giving her a reward yeah being his favorite yeah kind of thing um rosemary was often teased in school and would um, respond by attacking her bullies aggressively when she was a teenager she started to become more sexually active and was um even caught in bed with one of her younger brothers fondling him no no which um like the audiobook i was listening to that you referred me to was saying that like we know that that's common for people who are sexually abused who then become abusers themselves yeah. it's not all the time not but like, all the time it does happen it though. does it does happen and so that's kind of what looked like was happening with rosemary um because of her father's like her father's rules prevented her from dating um but she didn't really listen but be, to try and get around it or keep her father from finding out she would she would pursue relationships with men who were older than her like a lot older than her. Um, There was an incident where like one of them took advantage of her and and sexually assaulted her. Um, And in 1968, when Rosemary was 15, her mother had basically had enough of her her husband's abuse and she took Rosemary and moved in with one of her adult daughters and her husband. Um, But later that same year, Rosemary decided to move back in with her dad. okay. Because she had a relationship with him so yeah yes i mean that says a lot yeah just like interestingly enough it says a lot it's like
1: kind of stock homey but yes
0: it feels that way yeah very much so and her dad comes back in this story and everything so (laughs) that's very much kind of what it feels like yeah um but not long afterwards she met fred west okay um again who was 12 years older than her she was 15 he was 27 and um so rosemary's father strongly objected yeah um to her seeing fred and he even went to the trailer park where fred was living with his two daughters and like threatened him he called social services on fred trying to like stop him from taking advantage of his daughter but on her 16th birthday rosemary moved in with fred uh rosemary became pregnant with his child and also took care of his other children in early 1970 they moved to a house in gloucester gloucester Cluster, some something like that. I'd have to see it. I, I can't think help that's. Ya. I think that's how you say it. Um, and Rosemary gave birth to Heather Ann West. Okay. On October seventeenth, nineteen
1: seventy. October. Okay.
0: So we're at, we're nineteen seventy now. During this time, Fred did several stints in jail for like thefts and failures to pay fines and blah 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 things like that. Um, so he he went to prison during this time and rosemary was yeah. left to like take care of the kids but again two of them weren't hers yep so um she had a lot of temper problems and she also had some resentment for like caring for these children who weren't hers so she often took out a lot of her frustrations on them yeah. in the form of physical abuse unfortunately great Yeah. um she would give them heavy beatings verbally berate them Marie said that no matter how bad the beatings got charmaine refused to give rosemary the satisfaction of making her cry uh, which only f- further enraged rosemary every yeah. time um wow in, i know i know <laughs> that's so heavy um because uh anne marie, anne marie is still alive today okay so she, she like she recounted some of these later on right. which is just like i can't even imagine um in june of 1971 Fre- uh, fred was still in prison and Rosemary apparently snapped completely while beating Charmaine and killed her. <gasps> Holy mm-hmm. shit. Yes. And she would have been nine years old at the time. Oh my god. Yeah. So she was a There's w- like, no there's no need child.
1: to snap at a nine year old to the point that like no. you kill them. That just
0: No. The math isn't checking out for me. Mm mm. and Anne marie would have been younger so again these two very very young children in this house together yeah with like an infant their infant sibling and you're watching like
1: someone who you deemed to be your sibling get murdered yeah by your mother
0: yeah and again remember this is not charmaine was not rosemary's child exactly she was watching rosemary while fred was in prison so when fred gets out in um june of 1971 uh it's obviously it's unknown as to like what his reaction was yeah but um he ended up disposing of Charmaine's body himself. So we can safely assume that even if he did get mad, he was like, no worries, I'll take care of it. Wow. And, it, and again, I mean, I guess Charmaine also wasn't Fred's biological daughter. So to some degree, he might not have cared. He might not have. Yeah. But he was raising her as his own. So uh, who's to say?
1: Wow. That's that's just fucked he um you gotta love someone a lot to just be like yeah yeah, just toss me that body i'm gonna i'm gonna hide it for you
0: yeah and it seems like that's the way it went with them they had a very weird version of love yeah like because i feel like if drew was ever
1: like hey so i got this kid out back like we gotta hide this body I might be like sure 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 L- let me help you with that and then like I'd pretend to help but then I'd also be like texting the police like mm-hmm. hey this is where we are <laughs> like
0: well come get em. for sure <laughs> and I think I think it's important to also note that Fred had murdered someone at this point yeah. possibly two people yeah it, I again I know it's like technically someone he was raising as his daughter do- as his daughter but it wouldn't be as alarming as it yeah. would be to someone like you or me who's never murdered someone before uh, i guess yeah he'd be like, it's oh f- you killed somebody whoopsie like it's still absolutely fucked yeah like to get home from prison then your You're wife like, ah, is like i killed kids. your daughter yeah <laughs> sorry lost it <laughs> my bad it was a bad day like, yeah so but he disposed of the body he um he filled in the house's cold cellar um and built an extension to the kitchen over top of it and that's where charmaine's body was buried <sighs> in the filled in cold cellar
1: nope not cool
0: um Fred and Rosemary told people that Rena had come and taken Charmaine, Charmaine back to Scotland with her so no one asked any questions yep makes right? sense right of course um but in August of 1971 so this was like two or three months after Fred had gotten out of prison Rena came looking for Charmaine oh so Fred was sort of like well what do I do now and Rena disappeared Oh really, did she? Conveniently she disappeared hmm. once she had come looking for Charmaine. You know what? She probably just ran off with Charmaine. Oh, makes sense, right? Ran off right to the cold cellar. Yeah. Yeah. Um so no one again, no one can really say whether it was Fred or it was Rosemary or it was both of them. But um Rena's body later would be found with her fingers and toes cut off and her kneecaps removed. Oh, Um, when it was discovered why the kneecaps i like might understand the fingers and toes this is something that fred west does with the rest of his victims fingers and toes and removes the kneecaps um it's speculation that like he kept them as souvenirs i don't know fucking why um okay i don't know why kneecaps i have no idea fingers yeah. and toes i get because of like fingerprints and things yeah. like that i guess even yeah. though i don't know how much fingerprinting they were doing back then but, but still you might be like but maybe. you might be like to you've heard about that science so you're covering your tracks the kneecaps i have no idea
1: maybe he thought that like kneecaps have like prints that are like identifiable or maybe it was
0: the, <laughs> it was the prints for the fingers and toes and the kneecaps were the souvenirs. Maybe which is still so bizarre anyways that because her body was found that way and again like i said the rest of his victims he did that to them they're like well fred must have killed her yeah or he must have had a part in it because that's his sort of like that's his like design yeah Yeah. exactly um so yeah so he was like most people believe that he just killed her which makes sense to me um there was never a missing persons report filed for rena so again yeah nothing happened literally nothing happened Um, so at this point, Fred and Rosemary were, you know, they were together. They were a couple, but Fred encouraged Rosemary to have sex with other men, um, and to like work as a sex worker. Because again, Jed, Fred was apparently not a (laughs) jealous man. Doesn't sound like a. And um, and he he had a lot of like voyeuristic fetishes. Okay. So he would yeah he would um encourage Rosemary to like have sex with other men for money. But he would like to watch her through a peephole that he built in the door. He also would take erotic photos of her and post them in swinger magazines as ads for her to gain clients. Um, A neighbor sometimes watched the children when they were out. And one night when they came home uh, late, the neighbor asked where they had been. And they both responded, oh, we were out cruising for young girls, preferably virgins, to have sex with. Okay. And the neighbor brush this off as a joke see okay see (laughs) i mean you
1: know what like i we we always like laugh when we're like oh yeah they joked about this but like again i've made some pretty fucked up jokes that like if god forbid i ever do something bad one day someone's gonna be like well she did make a lot of jokes about killing people you know what i mean but yeah like that
0: those specific words strung together don't sound that funny no and that's the thing it's like <laughs> it, like it, you were like oh what what were you doing and you're like oh i was out cruising for people to butcher or something like that i mean the way you could say it i guess it could sound like a joke but they're like oh we were out cruising for young girls preferably virgins so that we could have sex with like that's kind yeah. of a sick joke
1: yeah you know that's what i mean by you know not what I'm that funny. that's a little too far yeah like i like to you know <laughs> deem myself quite the comedian myself but <laughs>
0: Comedian, the- comedian, <laughs> But like, it's, this is not that funny. Well, this, I don't think this neighbor necessarily found it funny, but I think she was just like, Haha, okay, maybe they're joking. joking. <laughs> but, uh, obviously looking back in retrospect, she's like, ah, they weren't joking. They weren't joking. And it is believed that they were, um, like this was a loose confession to like, what might indicate what they were doing at the time, like picking up girls and sexually assaulting them. Hmm. Um, we don't, we don't know if any of them could have been murdered at this time, but okay. th- there is a time period where it's just, we're not exactly sure what they were yeah. doing, but it's safe to assume it wasn't anything good. Yeah. Um, Fred and Rosemary got married. Finally.
1: <laughs> um, oh, finally. <laughs> might
0: as well guys. Um, on January 29th, 1972. Okay. Even though Fred was still technically married to Rena because like we know she's dead now. But yeah. at that point, nobody knew she was dead She had, and she had never been reported missing. So technically, like legally, she was still alive. So like he couldn't marry somebody else. Yeah, like but, on paper. On, but he did. <laughs> um, on June 1st, 1972, they had another daughter together named Mae West. Um, so in order to make room for their expanding family and Rosemary's business. Um, What's her business? Sex work. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Um they moved to 25 Cromwell Street. Okay. So again, like anyone who knows anything about this case, 25 Cromwell Street is like literally named the house of horrors. Yeah. This is like the like terrible we address. Don't go there. Like that people are like the most horrific things ever happened in mm. this house basically. God. Um so yeah, so they moved there and that was kind of the be- that that actually was really like the beginning of their craziness crazy crime spree yeah um so the house at 25 cromwell was pretty run down um it had it there was a church next door Mm -hmm. and it had a cellar in the basement which they loved they were like that's the church had the cellar or the uh the sorry the house did there was just a church next door it doesn't play a huge role it's just kind of like interesting that there was a church next door after all the things they were doing um their neighbor at their previous address elizabeth the one that was like oh yeah. that's an interesting Hilarious joke, joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah um she was told by fred like when they were moving she was asking like oh where are you moving to blah, blah blah or what's the house like and fred said that he would either use the cellar for rose's work or as a torture chamber oh yep mm-hmm. i have a torture chamber as well yeah um at this Everyone point has one don't they <laughs> <I> mean <laughs> right that's normal that's normal right? no like <laughs> i just i have like a couple i know you have multiple i've, I've seen i them. have one on wheels in the back of my car yeah yeah yeah, yeah for yeah. sure right mm-hmm. she at this point i don't think she was necessarily thinking that they were joking at this point because because of the previous jokes they've made she claims that she was propositioned a lot by fred mm-hmm. um and she Turned him down and everything, as you know, like she was just babysitting the kids and things like that. But she said that on one occasion, she's pretty sure that he drugged her. Yep, like she just rem- remembers having a night where she like woke up and was like, I don't know what Something's happened. Something's not right here. Something feels very wrong. So she thinks that he drugged her and huh. like did something to her. But she So can't. then when he made yeah. this joke, she was like, Ew. Yeah okay but they were moving they were moving from living yeah. next door to her and i i wouldn't blame her if I'd she was be like just all like, right don't cool, let the door hit you on the I way out never want to see you again yeah so who i'd could, be like where's your dress her? so i
1: can stay like as far away as possible from you <laughs> <Yes>. guys <laughs>
0: um so uh yeah she she just felt like it might not have not, it might not have been as much of a joke and i think that's very true in october yeah. of 1972 fred and rosemary hired a young woman named caroline roberts to work for them as a nanny for their children she was 17 years old and a former beauty queen her parents uh, knew about the arrangement and f- and talked to fred and rose who said that they would take good care of her
1: mm, i'm sure mm-hmm. uh,
0: fred and rose were constantly making sexual advances toward her um, and trying to seduce her but she declined every time mm-hmm. one night in december of 1972 uh, fred and rose saw Caroline hitchhiking on the side of the road while they were out cruising for young girls preferably virgins uh, preferably they they picked her up and they held her captive overnight um they they tortured her they sexually assaulted her but fred threatened her um to let some of his friends come over and have his way with her if she said anything and Uh, they assumed that this would be enough and they basically said we'll release you which the next day they did release her but they made her promise not to tell anyone and to return the next day to continue working for them as a nanny yep yep that makes so much sense which i think probably points to at this point with the crimes that they had committed and completely gotten away with, I think they're being pretty arrogant at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: almost too sure of themselves. Like
0: too naive Too yeah. like, yeah. Um. So again, although they might have gotten away with this with other girls that we don't know about that they had taken home and sexually assaulted and threatened them and they didn't say anything. Yeah. Caroline did say something. Um, Good. Good. She, that well, could
1: work. Cause a lot of people can experience sexual assault and then never say anything mm-hmm. out of like fear especially if you are threatened
0: too, you feel like that person will come back and Mm -hmm. follow through on the threat. Well, yeah. And she didn't necessarily like run home and like tell someone like it. Her mother basically saw the bruises on her body and she kind of like talked to Caroline for a bit. And then Caroline told her. Pulled it out of her. And her mom was like, okay, we're reporting them to the police. So, but again, Caroline was young at that time. It would probably still took a lot of courage to even tell her mom what happened. Um, So props to her for that and she um they they did try to press charges but unfortunately caroline was too afraid to testify at the trial no and um fred was therefore able to convince the court that the sexual acts had all been consensual
1: no usually if the person doesn't show up it's like that should be like an extra sign
0: and she was 17 that, yeah like that's not like, right i just don't understand how like who is even in these courts like and how you even can paying you legally attention? consent when you're 17 i don't know i don't know so, like she might have been 18 at this point but right okay if you're pressing charges chances are chances it's are, it's are it wasn't consensual. consensual um and so yeah so they got off he and rosemary were only fined 50 pounds each for indecent assault and how much is that in like canadian dollar like 80 bucks yeah, it's like under a hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So not really a huge fine. No, really not that bad. Um, at this time, their daughter, Anne-Marie, was about eight years old, and her parents had very much turned their attention on her. Oh, my God. Um, She recounted tales of how she was led down to the cellar where Fred was waiting for her um, and would tell her to take her clothes off. Um, while being told how lucky she was to have parents who would make sure that she could satisfy her future husband one day. That's so fucking disgusting. Yeah, horrifying.
1: Oh my god, ew. horrifying.
0: It's absolutely. I like can't yeah.
1: even. I th- think of what to say to that. That's just disgusting.
0: Yeah, she would be. Um, she would be gagged and molested by her father while being held down by her mother. Wow. She was constantly threatened to not say anything, um, and beaten to prevent her from telling anyone, um, just out of pure fear, which I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, she would remain their prime target, um, for years to come until she would eventually flee their home. Um. Good. Over the years, she was also, uh, pimped out to some of Rose's clients who oh. preferred younger girls. Oh my God. In brackets, I just have children cause she was a child. So yeah. like. To Rose's pedophilic clients, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, one of literally a child. She's literally a child. Yeah. One of them was Fred's brother, John, Ugh. who would visit often to have sex with her. Oh my God! All of this is just like nauseating. I know. Like- I know. Um. So, so that yeah. So she was their prime target, but then they continued on to other people. So, Linda Goff was a 15-year-old seamstress who had dropped out of her private high school um the west knew her personally somehow um it was suspected that linda might have worked out of their home as a sex worker okay um and was possibly a voluntary sex partner to both of them on april 19th 1973 linda left a note at home saying she was moving out and that she would come home and visit soon um she was 19 years old at the time Um, But when her parents um, hadn't heard from her over a few days, her mom went out looking for her and she ended up at 25 Cromwell Street from talking to some people and uh, Rose answered the door wearing Linda's robe and slippers. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she said that Linda had been there, but she left to go find work outside of Gloucester. Sure. Sure. So, Linda's mother kind of like didn't really know what to do at this point. Like, there was no reason for her to suspect anything. Yeah, from Fred but and I'd Rosemary. still be like, oh, so what? She just left all her stuff here and you're yeah. using it? Like, that's and odd. It's weird. It's definitely weird. Um, she didn't know exactly what to do, but she had a friend who was a police officer. So, she told him about Linda's disappearance. And he said he would file a police report, but um, no police report was ever found. It never turned up in any of the later investigations. Hmm. So, um, so who knows if he ever did that but um once linda's body would be found it was determined that she was tortured um and then again as fred did to a lot of his victim he dismembered her fingers and toes and removed her kneecaps and he buried her in the ground floor bathroom of the house so fred was constantly remember i said he was good at wood woodworking yeah pulling Fred up was the floorboards really and... handy so he was constantly like renovating and upgrading their house um to hide the bodies in it Ugh. and around the premises a fucking freak so this is kind of a trend that continues um because every every single person that was murdered at 25 cromwell street was concealed somewhere on the premises
1: Ugh. well at least all the like evidence is right there and it's not like they had to like go hunting yeah yeah for bodies all for over the, the most place part yeah for sure that's like the hardest part sometimes mm-hmm. is like having like someone confess to everything, but then you can't find the bodies. Well, it's like Clifford like, Olson, where he's yeah. like, "Yeah,
0: I'll tell you where the bodies are for some money," because he because they were everywhere. Yeah. So you're right. Like the bulk of them were at 25 Cromwell Street. Yeah. Um, so in 1973, Rose gave birth to their first son, Stephen. Um, in November 1973, a 15-year-old girl named Carol Ann Cooper disappeared while walking home from a movie theater. She was living in a children's home Mm. and had been given a pass to visit her grandmother for the weekend. Oh my
1: God, no. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, She was last seen getting on a bus at 9.10 that evening. She was picked up by the West, taken back to their home, tortured and killed. Mm. And again, same as the other bodies, her fingers and toes and kneecaps were removed. She was buried in the cellar. Carol's grandmother did report her missing. Good. But um, the police and the police actually conducted a search, but the Wests were just never suspects because they had no connection to her at all. Yeah.
1: There wouldn't be any reason.
0: Yeah. So Fred and Rose, uh, a lot of like sources call her Rose. Her name is Rosemary, but like, I think Rose was just like a short form. Yeah. So Fred and Rose typically, um, they did typically look for girls who were drifters isolated again, like uncared for or who were likely not to be reported missing, but their next victim didn't really fit that profile um lucy catherine partington was born to a wealthy middle-class family and was the cousin of an english novelist Hmm. she was a student at exeter university and she went home for christmas in december of 1973 okay so on december 27th she went to visit a friend and was picked up by fred and rose while waiting at a bus stop they abducted her held her captive for a week Oh my God, that's it's a suspected. Long time. Like it's suspected. It's at least a few days yeah. up to a week or eight days over the New Year. She was raped and tortured, and then they killed her. Oh my God. She was dismembered as well and buried in the cellar as well. Ugh. Lucy was reported missing the day after she disappeared, and an investigation was launched. But again, there was no there was reason. No to reason suspect. to yeah. suspect them. Ugh, so they were just motherfuckers getting away with it. Yeah. these flaming piles of poop. Yeah. Yeah. So, um on January 3rd, Fred was treated for a laceration which was believed to have been inflicted when he was dismembering Lucy Partington. Okay. Cuz this was January 3rd, So again she was taken on January or on December 27th. Um and eventually when Lucy's body was found, there was a knife buried with it that matched this laceration. Hm. So I don't know if she ended up fighting back at some point and just got like a slice in or good what but I, I hope I she hope did so. Yeah, yeah I hope so she probably fought like hell mhm So the next victim was um a girl named Therese it it's it's kind of spelled like Teresa like Teresa without okay. the a but like I think it's pronounced Therese Sigintaler. okay She was a 21 year old girl from a wealthy like middle class to wealthy family in switzerland Um, and she left high school to pursue secretarial studies and then in 1973 she left switzerland to pursue sociology at woolwich college in london Uh, therese left her student accommodations a week before easter in 1974 to hitchhike to ireland okay i was a little confused about that because like you have to go across the water to get to ireland but maybe she was just going to hitchhike to down. like the ferry. Maybe there's like a ferry something. or something. Yeah. There's probably a ferry. Yeah. That makes sense. It just said hitchhike to Ireland. And I was like, from England? See, you're, you're <laughs> smart. You would think of this. I'd read it big. Like, that makes sense. Well, uh, hitchhike maybe down to the ferry. I'm just surprised it didn't say that in the audiobook. book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, they could, you could just walk there. Right. oh <laughs> uh, okay. I am mean, like flying cars. Yeah. <laughs> they had that then, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so she was supposed to be back a week after Easter. Okay. So when she didn't return, she was reported missing on April 26, 1974. She was likely the story, like the assumption is that she was picked up in Gloucester uh, the very evening that she left. Okay. Um, And never reached Ireland. And she went through the same sort of ritual as the previous victims and was buried on the premises. Ugh, okay. So next was Shirley Hubbard who was 15. Um, she was abducted by the Wests, um, on November 14th, 1974, when she was, uh, walking home from her placement, her school placement at like a general store. Um, and no one ever saw her again until her remains were uncovered under the cellar floor at 25 Cromwell street. So at this point, Fred's burying most of them under the cellar. Wow. Um, fred and rose appeared to be experimenting at this point um because shirley's body would eventually show that they were practicing a type of bdsm on her called close confinement so what they did was that they um they completely covered her head in tape except for two tubes going into her nostrils so she could breathe while they sexually assaulted and tortured her
1: oh my god yes yes That sounds awful.
0: Yeah. I'd rather die. Yeah. I would rather die.
1: That sounds horrifying.
0: Yes. So again, like they're escalating a bit here. They're obviously still killing these people, but like...
1: They're like getting more extreme with their like methods and their torture rituals. Yeah. And again,
0: just like experimenting and everything i don't know
1: um which like again go ahead and experiment sexually all you want but it has to be like consensual and
0: it has to be like in a respected environment this is
1: not that like yeah
0: well the audiobook the guy is explaining he's like the number one rule of like he because he's like there's nothing wrong with practicing bdsm with like in a consensual relationship but the number one rule of it is that it is consensual yeah because it needs to feel safe for the person to experience that properly
1: yeah and And that's how they reach their like (laughs) Ultimate pleasure is mm-hmm. by it feeling like it's being
0: conducted in the right method. Yes. like Yeah. So that's just so BDSM was known to be part of a regular part of Fred and Rose's sex life. So this likely inspired their torture mm-hmm. tactics that Sounds they applied like on these young women. Unfortunately, oh my God, these poor fucking girls. Holy I shit! Know. Um, almost all victims after this were kind of known to Fred and Rose. Um, which was riskier since they would have a connection to their victims. Yeah. But they felt it was safer because they could ensure that they were picking the right type of victim that maybe, again, wouldn't be reported or people wouldn't be looking for them. Okay. So they just got to know them a little bit before doing their doing shit. that to them. Yeah. Those
1: motherfuckers.
0: Um, so Juanita Marion Mott was the daughter of an American service vet. Okay. She dropped out of high school and ran away from home at 15 and worked a number of odd jobs. Um, She stayed at 25 Cromwell for a short time, but was actually staying with a friend at the time of her disappearance. Uh, April 11th, 1975, she left and told her friend that she would return the next day. Um, When she didn't come back, her parents reported her missing to the police um i guess even though she had run away they must still have been keeping tabs on her somehow Mm -hmm. but or maybe
1: like the friend had called the parents and asked maybe
0: yeah maybe like she was just like she's staying with me but uh, she didn't come back so i don't know what to do so they did report her missing but the police just assumed that she ran away again that's like
1: mm, okay yeah i know i've like expressed that frustration before i know it's just like so many times we hear it where it's just like oh maybe she ran away and it's like maybe Still check, though. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just check. Like, it's really like it. You know and what? If you it, have to increase yeah. our tax dollars uh, and it means know, more people are going to get problem, saved. Like, really? Sure.
0: <laughs> I know it sucks. Um, So Juanita was apparently gagged and tied up uh, and then suspended from the ceiling of no. the cellar. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's no. Which, again, just sounds absolutely horrific to me. When she died, she was buried under the cellar along with the other victims. Um, So between 1976 and 1977, there are no known murder victims of the Wests. Rosemary continued working as a sex worker from their home. Um, And Fred would again like watch through peepholes. They would use a red light outside that would be lit to tell the children not to enter when she was working. Um, Fred set up cameras that were, would record a lot of Rose's sexual endeavors over the following years. she gave birth to seven more children. Oh my goodness, that's a lot. I think that's correct. yeah, that she had a lot of children yeah. um of which three were fathered by Fred. Another is speculated to have been um Rosemary and her own father's child. As he was still continuing to visit her okay. and have sexual intercourse nope. with her. I'm out. And that's what I mean about the Stockholm Syndrome. It's like, no, they continued that relationship pretty long <sighs> into her adult life. I feel like this whole episode is just me
1: like grunting
0: and in disgust into the it's, mic. There, it's just, got like, everything, unfortunately. We're it gonna, does. we yeah. have like the longest content warning Disclaimer, ever. Disclaimer, everything, unfortunately. Yeah. Incest, molestation, like Blood.
1: torture. Yeah, all of everything. it. All of it.
0: But yeah, so, um, and the other three were of mixed race and were all fathered by some of Rosemary's clients. So, uh, Fred does claim, or he did claim that some of Rose's clients were members of the Gloucester police, but this has been strongly denied, even though there is some evidence that Fred worked for the police as an informant at a certain time, um, but I, again, the police are obviously going to deny that, but I yeah. don't necessarily think it's super far-fetched that they would have been visiting a sex worker, a known sex worker. Anyone can visit a sex worker. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But all of these things were going on in the house over those years. Mm-hmm. So again, I think there's a little bit of a conspiracy that like, the maybe some police officers knew about it, but let them get away with certain things yeah because fred was helping them in certain aspects i don't think it was like a mass conspiracy where they yeah. were like they knew everything everything that was going yeah. on maybe they had a hunch but they weren't sure but they and weren't they looking into them piece everything together who knows right the police hmm. have denied 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 so who knows uh shirley Anne. Robinson was an early occupant of the newly renovated upstairs lodgings at 25 Cromwell Street. So, again, Fred was constantly renovating you, and they kind of used you this. You made it sound like a wonderful chalet. Yeah, no, I, I know. That's the, the, why, why, it, like, the it, newly it, renovated wing. The <laughs> newly renovated lodgings. Yes, like, that's what they advertise them as. They had a lot of people, just travelers coming through that would just stay there, kind uh, of like like a boarding like a hostel house or something yeah. Yeah, yeah a hostel exactly so he was always renovating it and they were like to make But every more time m- he renovates it's because there's a new body being placed in there yeah exactly uh, so this is um, literally a
1: house of horrors that was like they the were best just, way to describe it
0: they were trying to bring in more money and also i'm pretty sure they were doing this to try and like lure people in to, to choose the ones that they wanted yeah. to kill right yeah so Have, like the pick of the litter like again they wanted to know them so that they could pick them accordingly hmm so Sounds shirley ridiculous. was their type like she was a troubled teen um a drifter and she was eager to participate in sexual activities with the both of them Ew. and to work for yeah. them as a sex worker out of their house weren't they like gross as fuck too yeah oh super gross i'm sorry like, <laughs> like i don't know no. if that makes it any better or worse it, it's just like yeah I don't know like Like, you look at pictures of them and you know these things that they've done and you're like you're disgusting yeah well like
1: that's what I mean like sometimes like when I'll hear certain like true crime cases where I'm like I could see how they maybe lured this person by using their charm and like obvious looks but then there are other ones where I'm like no that's a troll person like that's (laughs) an actual like garbage rat Fred
0: West when you look at a picture of him he looks like he would (laughs) have had the stankiest breath ever I don't know why and it's now just, I, I need to see. I even just more. wonder if you'll agree with me. I I don't know. It's just like he just looked like he would have had the grossest breath. I do know what you mean because there are certain people where I'll look at them and I'm
1: like, I know you have bad I breath. I know you do. Yeah. There's there's one actress. Oh my god, I can't remember her name. She's like beautiful, so beautiful, but for whatever reason when I look at her, I'm like she has to have bad breath. I don't know what it is about her face. I
0: don't know
1: what it is. It's, oh my God, what's her name? No, I actually don't want to say it on here just in case if we get like sued or something. And she's like, I oh, have yeah, great Yeah, tell breath. me later. Tell me later. I will. I'll tell you after. DM yeah, like, us if you want to know who it yeah, is. Yeah, if you want the, you know what? Maybe I'll I'll say it on Patreon. <laughs> okay. okay I want to see Fred and his stinky breath. Fred and his <laughs> I, like we're literally pausing so I can like... <laughs> Oh my god, I do see what you mean. Do you like get he what does I'm saying? Like he just looks gross. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he has like actual like toilet breath.
0: Yeah. Like he looks like he drinks out of the toilet. Ew, he's fucking nasty. I know. So, um sorry. That's can, okay. We can get back to the story <laughs> <That's> now. <'cause... laughs> uh Shirley ended up becoming uh pregnant. I'm assuming uh, with, maybe with fred's child could have been a client who knows okay. it doesn't matter because she disappeared oh disappeared yeah yeah that L- th- there's a pattern there you get yeah. pregnant you disappear unless you're rose but yeah. um, like honestly not too many pregnant people disappear no They're usually like no. pretty well when you're around fred west though oh he can't oh. handle it yeah it's like what uh, the fourth one now <laughs> that's just like gone missing yeah so she became pregnant and um wasn't seen again after april of 1978 so it was suspected that she was either she could have been killed accidentally during some of these risky bdsm practices because again with um anne mcfall one of the theories was that she because she was pregnant yeah. that her body couldn't take it it's possible and because yeah. shirley seemed to be like actively participating in sexual activities with them that's a, it's a plausible theory um there's also a theory though that rose just became jealous and possibly felt threatened by shirley because she was pregnant probably with fred's kid so she either killed her convinced fred to kill her any of those possibilities could have happened um fred again dismembered her body and there was no room left to bury her in the cellar so he disposed Mm. of shirley in the back garden yeah,
1: that's always a really bad sign when you run out of space in your cellar because of there being too many bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge red flag. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like what happened to John Wayne Gacy? Like he just ran out of room and... I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure that's like when he went to go turn himself in because he was just like, well, I got no that's space. It. I got, yeah. <laughs> you got to come clean this out. I Either
0: you got to arrest me or you need to give me another deep freezer or something. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, it's... Uh, give me another house. Uh, yeah. But that... Yeah, so he that then started the burying people in the back garden so um allison jane chambers was the last victim of the west's who was unrelated to them okay allison was born in west germany and grew up in wales early in 1979 uh she was 16 years old at the time she was moved to a care home for troubled girls and she was last seen in august of 1979 and was reported missing to the police The police by the care home um but again it was just assumed that she ran away yeah right um so there was no search conducted at all um allison had actually run away and she ran away to live with fred and rose west um allison's friend i'm assuming from the care home they didn't specify but allison's friend sharon had gone to cromwell street with her they had both like gone there with the intent to like move in with them and fred and west or fred and rose apparently you know created this environment of like you guys never had a family like you can be our family like we have a big happy family here and like it we'll take care of you guys and whatever so they thought it was all great at first until eventually fred and rose started alluding to them like if you want to stay then you have to participate in mm. these sexual your part. acts and like bdsm endeavors and things like that again not
1: consensual if you're like forcing people into it yeah
0: so over the next few weeks this is what took place and sharon decided to leave because she was like oh uh oh this is actually (laughs) a terrible situation um but uh, unfortunately it was it was too late for allison by the time that she realized and um she was killed and buried in the back garden unfortunately but her friend sharon like we know some of these things because her friend sharon left and survived so she has like
1: she's been able to carry on the memory and uh, talked about like what what
0: they went through at that house so um it's unknown if the west killed more over the following eight years Mm. if they did um which isn't improbable obviously the bodies weren't buried on the property they could have been buried somewhere else okay um And some, there are other girls who have claimed to have been abducted, assaulted, and then released by them Hmm. during this time. Um, And again, during this entire time, Fred still continued to have a large focus on his daughter and Marie West, unfortunately. Um, She Uh. eventually became pregnant.
1: No, don't even say it.
0: Um, But the pregnancy had to be terminated because it was ectopic. It was developing in her Okay. um fallopian tube yeah but um she was only 15 at the time so they had to go into like a doctor's office or an to get, situation to get her an abortion yeah. or to like you know to have it terminated um and uh, she was 15 so like no matter who whose baby it was like that was statutory rape yeah so it should have been investigated and it absolutely wasn't and they should have run dna maybe and been
1: like oh the father is your well, father through an
0: investigation yes they probably would have figured out that it was fred's baby but nobody did anything about this nobody reported it nobody like i i'm so appalled at how many people throughout this case just like didn't do anything Ugh. didn't say anything so strange to me like children's services weren't called nothing so at this point and this is when Anne marie had just like had enough and yeah. she moved out um she moved out with him. um a boyfriend and when she left fred then turned his attention on heather west which yep. was their next oldest daughter um who was um conceived by rosemary and possibly her own father mm-hmm. and it's unconfirmed like i don't think dna was ever tested but that's yeah. what's assumed
1: and she had multiple partners so
0: yes exactly yeah. so heather west And Mae West, who Mae was Fred's daughter, but he turned his attention on those two. He didn't really necessarily target the younger children as much, but he was known to check in, I have finger quotes around that, check in Mm. on their development. Okay, Um, that's disgusting. Have them stripped down and like fondle them and congratulate them on developing well
1: don't need that happening
0: no so nobody needs
1: that happening so like
0: uh, everyone was experiencing abuse in this home it's just i think he was targeting the older children more like but it doesn't mean that the younger children did not experience things yeah. in this house like it's everyone i think was traumatized yeah by this it sounds couple. like it. yeah um so yeah where am i okay he would uh yeah he would reward them for complying And their son, Stephen, was subjected to sexual abuse at the age of 13 at the hands of Rose. Hmm. Um, And all of the children continued to experience physical and verbal abuse from Rose. They said that she was really the one that had, like, the really bad temper. Um, She would often tie them up and brutally beat them. Oh, my God. On one occasion, strangling one of her children to the point where she popped numerous blood vessels in their face and eyes. Oh. Like, this was horrific. That doesn't need to
1: happen. Like, you don't need to do that to your children ever.
0: There are, this is what gets me my blood curdling. There are 31 documented hospital visits made by the West children over the years. And no one ever reported anything.
1: That is fucked up. Like, anything. that's not, like, that's no. not, no, that's something's wrong with that system. Like, that's not right. And, and these kids were still going to school how 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 do you walk into school with half of your blood vessels burst on your eye and face and your teachers are like oh hey like
0: yeah time and to do some math lessons apparently the child just said like he made up an excuse and said that he like fell and hurt himself or something I'm and- pretty sure like we as the adults when
1: children walk in and they say ridiculous things like i fell down the stairs like you can pretty much tell that like they're the victim of something here and I, yeah if they're yeah. falling down the stairs once a week maybe still investigate that
0: probably maybe sure, there's can. an equilibrium problem doesn't yeah. matter no matter what's clearly, going on clearly this
1: child's injured constantly yeah no
0: matter what's going on someone needs to keep that child safe Fuck. and in this case multiple children all multiple of the
1: children all facing serious injuries oh. constantly winding
0: up in the hospital yeah um so it's just that's so infuriating to me um but the children were all threatened she never say a word to anyone. But at the same time, they were also told that this was perfectly normal for every family. See, and
1: I do understand why sometimes cases like this, the kids might not know how to speak up. Because mm-hmm. when you are a child and you grow up with this and you don't get to see what other families are like, and you're convinced that this is just how it is, you believe it.
0: Yes. Entirely. I absolutely understand why the kids would just believe that this is normal growing up if that's all you know but i think that as we will see in a, in a second that there's obviously mixed signals going on where your parents are saying this is normal every family does this oh but you can't tell anyone else about this yeah that's i think where as the kids got older they they're like, probably Wait. starting to realize that yeah not every family does this yeah and yeah again it's just it sends a lot of mixed signals and it shows that Fred and Rose, despite their fucked up beliefs that they were one big happy family, they still knew what that what they were what doing, they were doing was extremely wrong or at least extremely socially unacceptable. Yeah. So, I mean, take with that what you will. But um, Fred and Rose came pretty close to being exposed in 1986 when their daughter Heather told her friends, about the abuse that she suffered. One of her friends told their parents, but their parents were friends with Fred and Rose, and they confronted Fred and Rose about it, but they all just, like, laughed it off as, like, some sort of outrageous accusation.
1: Which I can see happening amongst parents.
0: I could I could see that if you
1: were friends with them. If you're friends with them, and they, like, seem like good people because, like, monsters are okay with, like, hiding I in plain so. sight. Like You
0: got a trail of, like, battered and bruised children coming behind you, but, you know, no one... Yeah the parents of the year apparently but if
1: they've got the right amount of charm and they're talking their way out of it i could see why it would be like oh my god really she said that like here we go again at the lies like Mm -hmm. because like think about like just any situation amongst parents like that like it would be brushed off pretty quickly
0: yeah yeah i can definitely see that for sure um but heather again was targeted a lot and she would refuse to have sex with fred and so they would the whole family would call her a lesbian
1: yep that usually makes sense when you don't want to fuck your own dad Yep, mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's um,
1: fucked oh this, my god
0: it didn't really stop them from forcing themselves on her but eh. um her regular refusals and protests often like provoked her parents a lot yeah it so, would so they got it more worse. angry with yeah. her in um june of 1987 fred and or rosemary again it's kind of unknown because they both blamed each other for this allegedly strangled heather to death in a fit of rage or to silence her from telling anybody else because she had told people about this
1: fucking pieces of shit
0: yeah yeah i mean their own daughter uh she was dismembered and buried in the garden and apparently fred said that his son steven had asked what Fred was doing when he was digging up the garden and Fred responded that he was building a fish pond. And so Stephen offered to help him and dug a large hole in the ground. Um, and it's just noted that Stephen was probably likely confused a few days later when the entire hole was filled in and Fred eventually built a patio over top of that.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, where's my fish pond?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, also, I'd be where's like, my sister? What? Like, Yeah, so they said that... Um, they said that... They told the other children that Heather left to find work and then eventually they told them that she had run off with a lesbian lover. Mm, Yep, makes sense. Which of course all the children are going to believe. The children did end up finding out about Heather but Fred and Rose used this as like more of a threat that if they misbehaved they would end up under the patio with Heather and it became this huge like family quote unquote joke. No. That it's like careful or else you'll end up under the patio with heather
1: that's not a joke though that's no. not funny
0: and again i don't necessarily think it was like a, f- a joke to the kids i think more that fred and rose would like like joke it about hilarious. it but they were like if you say anything to anyone you'll end up with heather under the patio wow and so they used that once they like the kids found out about it fred and rose just used that to threaten them even hey, further maybe
1: don't have kids if you're just gonna threaten to kill them all the time and put them under the patio
0: yeah i mean like
1: it's like common sense i thought i mean i but just I, I just don't know they had so
0: many so many kids i'm like losing
1: count because you'll be like oh yeah and then billy bob and i'm like Where no did i this know one that's why from? like i like, don't
0: i don't even have all of their names in here i hate to say that it's just like there's so many of them i get confused yeah and i get confused as to who is who's belongs to who
1: because there's like what 14 like
0: and heather oh so heather i think was the one, was supposed to be rosemary's and her father's but it it didn't matter. They were all living in their house raising them as their own. They killed her. Yeah. Um and Heather was the last murder victim of Fred and Rosemary West. Okay. So the Wests were finally exposed in May 1992 when um one of their other daughters, one of their younger daughters began talking to a friend about the physical and sexual abuse that her and her si- her siblings had been experiencing. Um her friend told her parents who then reported it to the police good which like don't go to them go great to the, yeah like- i'm like good choice fantastic choice um the investigating officer hazel savage also great name yeah great name yeah right so um Hazel shit that's yeah. a. I i know i'm like how is that like i'm gonna do that out of a movie script yeah, or like something? that yeah that's she needs to have a movie written about her She like already sounds like a badass to me yeah so uh, the investigating officer hazel savage had heard of fred from previous like arrests over the years of his like petty crimes and things like yeah. that. Um, and another girl who had apparently experienced sexual abuse at 25 Cromwell also came forward at this point to corroborate some of this. Good. Um, which led the police to obtain a search warrant. So in August of 1992, police searched the house for evidence of child abuse and Fred was arrested for rape and sodomy of a minor and Rose was was arrested as an accomplice. While they were being processed, their children were um taken and like placed in care like child services um but unfortunately the case fell apart because fred's daughter who had originally made the accusation and the other girl who came forward both were too afraid to testify i know which i know is so frustrating i yeah i I, I know i get so angry because it's like i feel like that if
1: anything corroborates the story even more
0: i know but people treat it as like, oh, well, we can't use you as witness. Yeah. So, like, we get nothing from you.
1: And it's like, no, just, is, just...
0: Yeah. So, meanwhile, uh, Hazel Savage became increasingly more suspicious of the Wests, though. Good. After this was dropped, she was sort of like, nah, nah, nah. Something is going on here, though. Yeah. Something very bad is going on here. And she started to wonder, what happened to Charmaine? What happened to Rena? And what happened to Heather? Yeah. Because, again, at this point, like, people knew yeah they had been living in this area for a long time like people yeah. knew that fred had other kids and that fred and rose had other kids and yeah. that fred had an ex-wife or whatever rena um so she's sort of like okay what happened to these people why do you yeah, not have your daughter heather in any of these home videos after 1987 yeah why wh- why did where did charmaine How can go everybody you know magically just go away like yeah so basically through interviews with the west children while they were in like these like care services, this quote unquote family joke was revealed about like them being threatened to be buried under the patio with Heather. And so Hazel Savage was like, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Why don't we go on that? And um, she was able to obtain another search warrant to have the property dug up. Nice. So yes, which is awesome. Uh, the task after they came with the search warrant everything and they're like we're gonna dig up your garden fred apparently just confessed to killing heather
1: because he probably shat his pants and was like you're about to find like 25 bodies
0: well yeah and i wonder if he was like maybe if i confess they won't search and i'll just like confess to the one i don't know he just confessed to it apparently But um, also in the audiobook I was listening to, they were saying that they had started digging and they weren't finding anything for like a really long time. So then he changed his story and he was like, no, Heather just moved to, she moved to Bahrain and she's working for a drug cartel and blah, blah, blah. And she's totally fine. And uh, then then they found Bones. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then he went back to, yeah, yeah, I killed her. Okay. Yeah. But... And they said, "Is there? are we going to find anything else here? And he was like, no, no, no. But then the um, medical expert that was there was like, well, unless this person had three legs, there's another body here because we just found three femurs. Nice. Yeah. So then Ugh. as the story goes, then he eventually confessed to, um, I'm just trying to figure out whose body that was. I think that might have been Shirley. Okay. But he confessed to another murder, basically and he's Um, like you
1: know what i might as well like confess to the 14 that are downstairs in the cellar like
0: well that's the thing like yeah it took him a while to get to all of those because he was kind of like confessing as they go yeah right i mean i guess i guess that makes sense but at that point like gosh like you might as well just fess up but um he he originally said that he had committed all of the murders alone to protect rosemary hmm However, um, he never admitted to raping any of the victims. He said that they, it was always consensual, which obviously we know is bullshit. But, yeah, so in, I don't know if we have this here, but I know I learned about this in my like program in Scotland, but in the UK, for sure, they have what's called an appropriate adult. So mm-hmm. for people going through the justice system, um, for people over like obviously they have people for like if you're a minor but if you're over 18 but you are maybe an adult who might not be able to understand the proceedings Mm -hmm. of what might be going on with your lawyer within the courtroom all of these things right again fred was not i guess the brightest so you can be um given what's called an appropriate adult to help you to help walk you through that process and make sure that you understand everything almost
1: like a court-appointed attorney
0: yes like it's like it's kind of it's court appointed she's not an attorney she's someone to like make sure he understands wh- everything Almost that like the judge is telling him yeah. that his lawyers telling him and everything because there's a like lot of layman's terms so there's a like- lot of jargon and everything right so it can go a lot over people's head again as adults too which i think it's great that they have this in place yeah so janet leach was fred's appointed appropriate adult um and she later would would talk about how Fred told her a lot of things about the crimes that he was not telling the police. Now, she wasn't technically under any sort of client confidentiality, but she did have a job as an appropriate adult and she didn't feel that it was morally right to tell the police things that fred was telling her in confidence because he believed he was telling her in confidence right like again i think that her job was to make sure that he understood these things her job isn't obviously wasn't understanding that she could tell people these things technically but she felt like it was her moral duty in her role to not say anything i I can understand that because like
1: yeah I can understand I it can too. understand that. In, I your, can. in your role, you would be like this is not my job to bring forward information. Like I it's I'm only
0: supposed to do this, so I think it needs to stop here. Like yes. Yes. I, I it doesn't end there, but yeah. that's how she felt at the time. Um and uh blah blah, blah wait, wait, I just need to find myself. <laughs> <laughs> Another Becky, there you go. Uh so soon enough, the bodies of and McFall and Charmaine turned up as well because they got a search warrant to search their previous house too where huh. those two had been killed. Okay. And um, Fred originally told his story saying that he had done all, he had murdered these people. Yeah. Um, but during a couple of court proceedings, I guess he had tried to like reach out to Rose or like just comfort her, like put a hand on her shoulder and she had been like brushing him off. <sighs> and so he turned on her. Yeah, that'll do it. And he eventually started talking about how she was like an equal accomplice. Like he she she did all of this. Yeah. She murdered Charmaine when he was in prison. And that's Which she, if they go and exhume her body and test, yes, they would see that. And that she had he said she had murdered Shirley on her own. Like so he just completely flipped on her. And every story tur like on, from this point on, basically like Rose played a more prominent role in every version of his story as it kind of came out yeah um but on december 13th 1994 uh fred was charged with the murders of all of the bodies that had been found i think it was i think it was 12 at this point Mm -hmm. that's what i have written down um i i think i read somewhere else that it was nine but either way it was it was all of the bodies they had found he was charged with murder yeah but on new year's day fred hanged himself in his cell at winston green prison with a knotted bedsheet so he was never actually charged for these crimes. Yeah. Fuck. I know. Fuck. I know, honestly. Fuck. <laughs> but Rose uh, was also put on trial. Um, first for rape and then for the murders as well. She never confessed to any of the murders and claimed that sexually assaulting someone doesn't make you a murderer. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I just don't know if that flies when you have a torture chamber in your basement, though. Uh, yeah. Like, see... You're right.
1: <laughs> no, A doesn't equal B. No. But they go hand in hand when you've murdered people. Yeah, when the people end up dead. Yeah,
0: they go hand in hand. Yeah, you just but, don't have an argument there, Rose. Yeah, there's Sorry. no argument there. Like, No. Um, and basically at this point, Janet Leach, um, Fred's mm-hmm. appropriate adult, had, one, she had become so consumed with the guilt of what Fred had told it her. It would eat you alive. That she had a stroke holy shit yes she recovered from it but um she eventually felt that because fred was dead that her allegiance to him in any sort of way was gone and so she came out and told them everything fred had told her about rose's role in all of these things plus they have the accounts of the children talking about their mother's role in their home and in their family life yeah um and caroline roberts also came forward and told her story right. she was the one that was released about how it seemed like they had a very equal role in what was going on yeah so there was a lot of evidence against Rose, both of them but as Rose well as, as well. the well. fact that she had killed charmaine and shirley yeah on her own so and that would be like enough to yeah so basically um on november 22nd 1995 rose was found guilty of 10 murders and sentenced to life in prison she will never be released i think she was given like 10 life sentences good uh and though she maintains her innocence she announced in 2001 that she will not try to appeal her conviction um also just good. At the it last. it would just
1: get fucking denied every time well yeah so. she's
0: never getting out she is literally one of like england's most prolific serial killers yeah people everyone knows she's her name a of shit yeah they're basically like the paul bernardo and yeah i was gonna Carla, say Carla I was gonna say this yeah. of that time in england and yeah. like and also just had like uh, way more victims too yeah. so it's just Fuck. like so much it's on such a bigger scale but again the notorious home at 25 cromwell street was completely demolished in 1966 and the site was turned it was paved over with a pathway into like a did you say 1966 sorry 1996 okay i was like i did say 1966 didn't i sorry guys that's okay <laughs> that, 19- i just i always think i hear wrong and i'm like wait what <laughs> no 1996 so okay. this was this would have been like a year after rose was found guilty they demolished the whole home and they just like put grass down and then like laid a path over it mm-hmm they were just like no one ever needs to see this house again yeah Uh, this was obviously again after everything had been excavated yeah and all of the remains removed yeah as there were a lot a lot of them yeah and again um there was a documentary i had started watching but i realized it wasn't actually about the case back then it's actually now about a team of investigators who have reopened the case to find their other victims because there's a lot of people out there who believe there's like up to 20 more victims. There there must be more. Yes. And again, it's not improbable because of their certain time periods that they're unaccounted for mm-hmm. and just their patterns. Yes. Yeah. They probably had a ton more sexual assault victims and likely many was more gonna murder say, victims at least, too.
1: At the very least, a lot more assault yeah. victims that they just let go.
0: Yeah. So I haven't watched that yet because I was doing my I my research on like the actual case but I think that might be like a good like bonus episode or something if yeah. people are interested because I'm going I'd to watch like to this hear the update yeah documentary and it just came out this past year oh okay it's like ongoing this investigation damn all right yeah we'll have to do yeah. an update because that's so if if people are interested I might do I, a bonus uh, episode on that I'm interested because I'm gonna I, I just watched the first like 15 minutes of it and it's like, like it's <gasps> it seems
1: really good fuck yeah
0: maybe I'll watch it too um, so yeah, that's that's Fred and Rose West. That was a rough one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I I getting into it, I was like, I've heard this one before on podcasts like a long time ago. I but you kind of get you kind of forget how gruesome some of it is until you get into the yeah. nitty gritty details of what actually went on and how many victims they had and how many like Seven. children of their own that they killed. Like and like Ugh. Grossly tortured, like,
1: uh just, just like, just yuck, ugh, yeah, just yuck.
0: I need to have a shower. Yeah, I need to like.
1: <laughs> oh, and then I like go to like unlock my phone, and it's their pictures right away. Like, get out! Oh, God, Fred! Oh my gosh! Just get the and hell! I have like out. a nightmare about that face. I feel like I'm gonna. I feel like I'm gonna smell his breath while I'm sleeping. Yeah, say, like what I, the fuck?
0: I can already smell it. <laughs>
1: I can already
0: <laughs> smell it. We're
1: just talking about it. And I can smell it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, well.
1: Fuck. Brutal. Brutal. We've got more rough ones to come, so keep your eyes peeled for those. <laughs>
0: um Yeah, l- let us know what you yeah what you think, guys. And yeah. again, if you want a bonus episode, Becky's already voted yes, so I voted yes. So basically, it's happening. We'll we'll all do that. I'll get to work on that. <laughs> get to work, Kaylee. <laughs> Wapa. <Whop-ha! laughs>
1: Anyone like friends? <laughs> Uh, Well, so yeah, we've got our bonus episode happening for Patreons, patrons only Mm -hmm. next Wednesday. Also tonight, if you're listening really early in the morning
0: on the 17th, it's tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: If you're listening on the 18th, you missed it. You missed it, but that means you still have time for next week's. That's true. Just Mm -hmm. mark
0: it in your calendar. Unless you're really behind. If you're listening to this in like December, then... You've missed both of them, but there's going to be more bonus episodes.
1: If you're listening to this in 2022 and we're still doing this, well, then you've definitely missed the bonus episode.
0: If this is 10 years in the future. Hello.
1: Hi. Hi. How are (laughs) you?
0: What's it like? That's so I, You know what? I've
1: never thought of it on that level of like, I know this is out there in the world for like one day we're going to be like 90 and we're going to listen back and be like, oh, wow, we sounded like that. (laughs) I can't wait me too. Oh. <laughs> it's oh, like a time no. capsule our grandchildren might listen to this one day i hope not i'm not gonna tell them <laughs> no. what are we like we're gonna right away be like yo your gma's got a podcast <laughs> like, <laughs> check it out check my shit become a patron <laughs> still we're still doing it at yeah. 90 yeah honestly i'm down are you fair
0: that's a fair assumption i'm in yeah. crime's
1: gonna be around forever it's not going anywhere it's true we know that right yeah Let's wrap this up. (laughs) Everyone's like, all right, wrap it up. It's been like three hours. All right, so yeah, sign up to be super cool and join our cult of extremely awesome people who love true crime at www.patreon.com slash how to not get killed. And if you ever want to chat and connect with us, you can send us an email to
0: how to not get killed at gmail.com or you can DM us or comment on our posts on Instagram at how to not get killed and you can also follow us on twitter follow us on tweeters the tweeters at h2ngk and also again um feel free to leave us a comment on apple podcasts or like or subscribe on spotify rate and review us rate and review i like reading the reviews they make me me too they make me happy they're nice Uh, this
1: is interesting Oscar just got his head on my chin looking at something weird
0: he's now suddenly alert yeah something's weird he must know it's the end of the episode yeah
1: he's like guys are you gonna give me food or what (laughs) (laughs) alright well on that note thank you for listening yeah and keep it All alright
0: see ya okay bye. bye